Hey, good morning. This is Tex. Thank you for stopping by and having a listen. Uh, today's topic is going to be transgenerational trauma. Uh, with the time given, I can't go deeply into all aspects of it. It's just sort of a basic explanation of what I've been taught uh, from the different uh, classes and schools of learning, social work school, uh, therapy books, uh, some conferences I've attended, things like that. So it's an eclectic mix of ideas about what exactly is transgenerational trauma and maybe how it come about, how it might be affecting somebody. The thing to understand with trauma is everybody's trauma is unique to that person. There may be similarities to how other people experience the trauma or similarities to how you react to the trauma. Uh, each person's personal, if you will, bucket of skills to deal with trauma is different. So when they deal with it, they may or may not do as well as somebody else. They may not have the same resiliency. They may not have the same resources. So as you can see, there's a lot of different things that affect how trauma affects you. In other words, it's an interaction on an interaction. Going back even deeper, transgenerational trauma is the idea that you're born with certain uh, characteristics, if you will, certain abilities that are genetic. Um, as those things are passed on, uh, the idea that a lot of your genetics determine how anxiety affects you, how sadness affects you, you know, the likelihood that you might have uh, addictions or you might, if you come into contact with something like alcohol or substances, you, you might react to them differently based on your genetic background. There's also the idea that what affected your parent may also affect you in the way that they deal with you. In other words, if your parent was severely traumatized, then when you're born, their ability to reflect your emotions, to help you develop as a child, as an infant, may be severely affected and changed from what it would have been if they had not had that trauma. So now you have two aspects of transgenerational trauma, things that are strictly genetic and things that are environmental. Both of those interact to make things different. In other words, if someone has trauma in their lifetime and to ensure that they're less likely to pass this trauma on to the next generation, dealing with it through therapy and other things allows that person to see what happened and to change how it lets them interact with the world and then thus interact with their child and how their child does it differently. And I can explain this very simple. If you had something happen that makes you a very hypervigilant person, that you're constantly looking over your shoulder, that you're worried that something bad will happen to you, when you have a child, you may pass this tendency on by being, you know, the the, the helicopter parent or the one who's constantly telling the child the world is a dangerous place. Look out for everything because bad things happen and I know they happen and I want you to be safe. So I'm here to protect you and tell you all these things. And you start to instill a certain level of anxiety in your child. Or in the same token, if you become totally detached because of something that happened to you, then when you have a child, you don't accurately reflect the child's emotions. And one of the things that, that, that people go into about how you deal with the world has a lot to do with the attachment you had to your parent figure. 
if you had a secure attachment, and you can look that up online or I can talk about it later, then you had enough connection to that parent that you were able to better able to deal with stressors in your life. In fact, your stress levels, your stress hormones are actually more able to deal with the ups and downs of normal life than someone who doesn't have a secure attachment. The other part of that is, is the, the genetic propensity of the child itself to do it. So even in, if no trauma has occurred, it's possible that genetically something has been passed down so that your child doesn't quite connect to you well. And when you have that, that problem with attachment that stems from the child's genetics, then it can affect how the, how the person grows up later on in life. The transgenerational trauma can occur not even just in the one level above you, but several back. Think about it. If there was a severe traumatic event that happened to maybe your great grandparents, and, uh, and a way to realize that easily is to say if they came through a time when there was war and everything was scarce and there wasn't a lot of things around the house, uh, food was in shortage or gas or things like that, then they may grow up in a state of mind where you always have to hamster things away. You have to hide stuff. You have to, to put stuff away in the cupboard. You have to prepare for this worst case event in case it happens to you. And they pass that on to their kids. And a lot of times we don't question where we got things from or what happened. We just keep passing them down. So those things that we learned from our parents that were learned from their parents that were learned from their parents, we don't question. We just do. And that's a case of environmental passing down of things. But then there's the genetic alterations. If somebody went through a severe loss, a famine, uh, a time when they couldn't get things, uh, huge stressors to the body, and it caused certain things to trigger. Um, and here's where you have epigenetics, things that you're genetically uh, possibly, you know, going to get like high blood pressure or sugar diabetes or alcoholism or all these things that we know about. You have the propensity to have it, and it's more likely, but it's not guaranteed. Then your environment affects you on top of that. And then, of course, again, the genetics are passed down and the environment's passed down. So then when you think of other traumatic events, uh, you know, we hear about, you know, Holocaust survivors and things that are passed on genetically because that person survived a very, very, very tough, rigid time in their life. And genetically, they have been altered and their levels of stress, their ability to handle sadness, depression, isolation, all these things comes down. It's probably more prevalent, I think, when you think of the last generation. So if your, your parent uh, had a severe trauma occur even before they were pregnant, how they handle their pregnancy and how they deal with life is going to be greatly affected. Their own sense of security and who they are and all these things get passed down. So even, even phobias and worries and things. And that doesn't include the idea now also when you mix in personality disorders. If you, 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 we already have, have talked about, or either I know for sure you have read somewhere that if you have a family history of depression, anxiety, bipolar, schizophrenia, those things are genetically more prone. And so are the things that create personality disorders. There's a genetic part of that. 
and certain personality disorders tend to lend themselves to trauma. So now you're seeing how you have this big mixing bowl. The way that I look at it, it's kind of like watching water come down a hill. If you've ever turned the water hose on up a hill or you've seen it when it first started raining and the water forms a puddle, as it comes down, there's all kind of choices to be made. If there's a stick here, it moves this way. If the ground's lower here, it sinks that way. So there's a certain thing that we would think of as, as random chance, but maybe it's not so random because at some point in time, you can make determinations of how you handle it, how you deal with it. Or you can just pretend it has nothing to do with what you can affect and it's all random chance. And then you just let it bounce down as it goes. The idea that it's coming down through the generations and paying attention to it and going, hey, you know, is there something we can do about it? And yes, there is. First, you have to recognize that it exists. And as I said in previous videos, this comes in the idea of being able to pay attention to yourself to lock in and think about why am I doing what I'm doing? If you can do that, then you also have the power to change what you're doing. So if you tend to have a bit more anxiety and you see that's affecting your life, then you can also start to ask, where did that come from? What can I do to change that? What can I also do to change how I'm reacting to it? Understanding those things will allow you to make subtle decisions and movements that may reduce the anxiety. Thus, your children look at that and watch how you deal with it and go, maybe I'll make a choice to deal with it differently. You can actually use your parenting skills to actually go in and explain to your, your kids, you know, hey, this, this happened to me and this is how I'm going to deal with it. And maybe if it happens to you, this is how you can deal with it. Or this is how you can deal with stressors. This is how you can deal with grief, sadness. Because the kids do watch and learn from you. Even if you don't actually come out and tell them, do this this way, don't do that. They're always watching and learning. I mean, they're a learning machine. That's what they're meant to do. So again, transgenerational trauma isn't fixed in a way that there's nothing you can do about it. There's a lot you can do about it. First acknowledging it, addressing it, and then teaching your children to do the same. This also opens up the idea that when you see other people doing what they do, you don't know what they've been through. You also, though, don't know what their parents and their grandparents and their families been through. So by not knowing that, but acknowledging the fact that it could be things happening that even they are not aware of, it allows you that little bit of extra empathy when things go wrong to go, okay, that person's anger, anxiety, all that stuff. They may not even realize where it comes from. Being patient with them, helping them deal with it, allowing them a space to acknowledge it and work with it can make a difference in their lives and your lives. And then, of course, taking a look at the greater picture, looking around at our world in general. There's millions of people who have millions of lives, and each one of them has been affected differently with a different kind of, of uh, history, genetic history, uh, upbringing, things that have occurred in their life. And it's all weaving down into one place and time where you're at now. 
realizing that everybody is doing the best they can to deal with what they've got, giving them the time, space, and patience to help them deal with it also allows you the ability to heal from some of the stuff you're dealing with. So being able to do that, recognize it, allows people to heal from transgenerational trauma. And that's just one form of trauma. Um, in other videos, if I have time, I would like to go into some things that are the, the, the complex trauma, the things from childhood that affect you, uh, the developmental traumas. Um, as, as you're supposed to be learning things as a child, even how to attach to other people, how to deal with stress, what's going to knock you off the rails, and, and then how do you get back on the rails and get your train going back down the track. So, so again, to wrap it up, the idea of transgenerational trauma comes from the thought that something even maybe before you were conceived, something that maybe even happened to your, your grandparents or great-grandparents, is genetically carried and carried in how the family reacts to things. Both of those are coming down through the generation to generation. And at some point, you can sit down and say, okay, I see how it's affecting me. Maybe I don't know what my parents went through, but I can see how it changed their way of dealing with the world and then how I react to the world based upon what I learned from them or even why I'm trying to go the total opposite way. My pendulum swung to the other side and I totally rebel against those ideas of my parents. Well, first go back and ask, why are your parents doing what they did and what went on? So being able to self-reflect and look, think, Think about what the other person is doing, why they're possibly doing it, and what you can do to help ease everybody through this. Okay? So y'all have a great day. And again, I appreciate you for stopping by. Y'all have a good one.